Welcome to another episode of the DC Comics Chronicles. As always, I'm your host, Adam. And with me is my co-host, Donnie, the Emerald Enthusiast. Donnie, how's it going? Hey, what's up, comic book fans? It's the man who's ring runs on fanboy energy, the podcasting machine, the big nerd in green. It's the Emerald Enthusiast, here to put a little bit more action in your comics. Mm, that's a, very well said. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. And, uh, yeah, so if Donnie hasn't given it away... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're we're going to catch up on action comics uh, because we we've, we've fallen a bit behind. I mean, we've been reading, but we haven't reviewed. So we're we're back with the review portion of the uh, uh, of the uh, uh, you know after the reading when you have a podcast dedicated to comics, there there comes the time when you review these things, and this is <laughs> where we're at now. So um, we're going to be reviewing. Um, Action Comics, numbers 1032 through 1035. Do I have that right, Donnie? Uh, that is correct. Just the main stories, not the backup stories, only the content that involves Superman. Yeah, and that's the War World Rising yes. story arc. Try to say that five times real fast. Oh, no, I'm not even going to You don't have to do that on camera, but... <laughs> no, I'm not going to try that. That's uh, yeah. left for better men than me. Uh, to, um, to any, any of our listeners, try to say that five times really quickly and see what you come up with. Yeah, and if you do, if you're able to do it, record it, send it to us on Twitter, <laughs> and you'll get a prize. The prize is a year's worth of free podcasts and vidcasts. How about that? Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> All right, Donnie, let's get right to the to the to the meat of the stories. Uh, let's start where uh, where we left off, which is. Action Comics number 1032. Yes. We are starting off with Action Comics number 1032. It opens up with Superman, Supergirl, and Lois Lane learning about Fal-La. She's one of the three Philosians who is conscious. She's scared, and we see her standing over a destroyed Kellex. Poor Kellex is all that. Yeah, so... <laughs> He is, it's not he or she, whatever, you know, it, not having a good day. No, not at all, yeah. Uh, definitely not. So not long after that, we see a development with the overarching plot, and that is Superman planning to go to War World. Again, say that five times real fast. And he wants to take some backup with him. And we get this hilarious scene of Batman taking down some criminal criminals and by the way i just i laugh <laughs> uproariously at this because batman's getting shot at he's jumping from car to car he's breaking windows and superman's just kind of hovering there normal conversation for superman and batman's just like doing all this stuff and superman's like yeah just a normal day for my weird friend here <laughs> well the, and the best part is as soon as superman shows up batman's like i don't need help right <laughs> exactly oh <laughs> uh. No, no, thanks. Could you give me a hand while you're here? No, no, I don't need help. <laughs> uh, I, you uh, know, I'll just the, you know, the, right off the bat, pun intended, right off the bat, Philip Kennedy Johnson really gets their dynamic, uh, the two of them. Yeah, that was a really funny exchange, but it, you know, it advanced the plot though. I really like. Yeah, oh, uh, sure, yeah. yeah, he's got a good handle on the the dynamic there. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. Um. Not long after that, we see Superman, Aquaman, and some Atlanteans stopping some rampaging monsters in the ocean because they are headed inland. 
and they have been manifested somehow by the Genesis fragment. Some really good looking art there. Oh yeah, um, the the art, the art in Action Comics is some of the best Superman art that I've seen in my, hang on, I came back into comics in 0304, so how long is that, Donnie? Uh, 17 or 18 years. Right, yeah, so it's the best Superman art in, in some of the best Superman art in the 17 years I've been back. You know, it's right up there with, um, with Michael Turner and Jim Lee, uh, who both had stints on Superman and Superman Batman, respectively. Um, and yeah, Daniel Samper really deserves all the all the praise in the world for that that art because every page looks like it could be frame worthy. Right. So, by the way, I really like that hoodie that you have on. If oh, you're listening you. on, very, yeah, very appropriate for the conversation. See, it is it is awesome. If you're listening on iTunes or Podbean, you can't see how awesome it is. So make it's sure you go to our one. YouTube channel yeah. too. Yeah. And it keeps me warm. It keeps me warm, right. you know, which is the main function. Right. Living in Canada, you know, in the fall, winter time period. Little chilly up there, huh, buddy? It is, and when you're when you're electronic, you know, your your electric, whatever the the fireplace doesn't work. Uh, that doesn't help matters. So it's oh, like okay, trying to find the fireplace channel just to mimic <laughs> warmth yeah, is my thing. But you know, if I had heat vision. I could create my own warmth, but sadly, that, yeah, that would work. And you could heat up turkeys like Supergirl. Yeah, or other uh, food, whatever you know, right. whatever leftovers there there may be. Yeah, right. So back to the story here. Steve Trevor shows up and declares that the U.S. government is responding to the invasion and they are laying claim to the salvage from the spacecraft. Mm. Uh, Arthur, as in Aquaman, balks at this and he says that if the U.S. government tries to take the fragment, that's an act of war. So even though he's not, again, speaking for Atlantis at this point, he knows that's what their reaction will be. Right, right, yeah. He's had enough um, inter He's had enough experience with them. He was their king for a while, and now he's, correct me if I'm wrong, married to the queen. So mm -hmm. he would know. Right. So let's move on now to action 1033. Are we going to rate these all? Let's just rate it since we're just doing It's like, you know, it's since it's half of a book, I think we should just rate it all together at the end. The whole story. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's just rate the whole. Yeah, because that brings us to the end of the War World Rising kind mm -hmm. of. Yeah. And obviously, some, they're gearing up for something big here. Yeah, War World. I can't remember what it's called. Um, Is it War World Risen? Or War World, now I can't remember, Risen or Invasion, something like that. You know, anyway. I'm going to, while, while you, you describe the issue, okay. I'm going to go to Philip Kennedy Johnson's Twitter page and see if I can find the answer. And actually, I think if you have it digitally, I think it's on the end of the last issue. You see the oh, story. Then let, yeah. me go to, let me go to Comicsology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I think. Okay, so while Adam is doing that, it is now story time with the Emerald Enthusiast. <laughs> Who do you think you are, Adam Gold? Story time. <laughs> <laughs> so two members of Task Force X using cloaking devices 
swim in and try to steal the Genesis fragment from Atlantis. Now, this does not work, as you would expect. The Atlanteans show up, and they stop them, and they take this as an act of war. Now, even though later on we learn that it's just basically Amanda Waller acting on her own, they don't make the distinction, Atlantis. So later on we see that Atlantis, they block shipping routes through the Atlantic. And they are there in force, as is the, you know, the U.S. military. Right. Yeah. My question is, just off the top, you know, why would anybody try and um, steal something from Atlantis? Like, if you manage to get by the guards, mm -hmm. like, if you're fortunate enough to do that, you know Aquaman's not that far behind. Right. Right? So... By the way, the War World Saga is what it's listed There you go. Here. Yeah. And we will be covering that right here. Of course. On the yeah. DC Comics Chronicles. Well, shameless plug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the podcast we're recording. Love it. Right. There you go. Well, we want no them to come back. No we want them to come back. So. Yeah. All right. So there's a meeting of the Justice League. And I've got to say, this is the nicest that I've ever seen Black Adam drawn. He actually looks like a good guy. Yeah, in, in this meeting, great. I thought that was really cool. So, so in the midst of this collective anxiety over the U.S. Atlantis conflict, Superman needs help going to War World and freeing the slaves there. And so you see, I like how this this kind of issue works. You get this dynamic of Superman's like, I realize this is this big conflict happening here, but I've got something even more important that I've got to go deal with. And then yet a third problem shows up later on. A lot of problems for uh, for Superman to uh, to face. Mm -hmm. Okay, back at the Fortress of Solitude, Foul La's powers are manifesting, and she tells Lois that the chains that she's wearing aren't meant to signify servitude but that the winners on War World get pieces of the chains from the losers, which makes the winners stronger. So the more chains you wear, it means the stronger you are, the more victories you have, the greater your influence. So it's kind of, they he really subverts your expectation there. Right, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, you know, uh, it's the reverse of, exactly, it's the exact reverse of, what we would expect people in chains to to be to be facing and, and feeling, mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's very it's very interesting. Um, and of course, the, to me, the bigger issue or the bigger kind of talking point is that it kind of shows you that you know we're dealing with an interaction of different cultures, different mm -hmm. you know because th these people are as we're told, ancestors of Kryptonians of some right. sort. Right. But they're not Kryptonian in the sense that we're used to. Mm -hmm. So there there naturally be differences between them and say Superman and Kara. Right. And then on top of them on top of that, their 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 culture and more more specifically the the the, the culture on War World would be different than what we have here on earth right so mm -hmm. yeah. and these are things that permeate you know 
differences of culture and kind of trying to understand and, and respect those differences mm -hmm. uh, Good point. Are, are things that permeate into the real world. So it's, it's always nice to have that, those kind of stories being told in these, these fantastical superhero and sci-fi stories. I definitely like how Lois is in this issue, how diplomatic she's trying to be. And she yeah, she yeah. understands that Fal La has gone through a lot of trauma. And she tries to be as soothing and as understanding as she can be. Yeah. So Lois, at the same... Lois sure, is the ahead. key, as The Flash said in uh, uh, Batman and <laughs> Superman. You know what? That's too soon. Just kidding. Notice, anyway. <laughs> notice he didn't say Martha is the key. Why did you name? <laughs> I, I'm sure there are people at the Wall Street Journal right now. They're like, "What in the world? What is wrong with this guy?" They probably saw your tweet and were like, "What?" The, you, you gotta, you gotta believe there's at least one comic book nerd somewhere in that establishment who knows what's going on. So yeah, anyway. he was probably laughing. <laughs> so at the same time, we see Mongol kind of making moves back on War World. Superman, John, and Supergirl intervened to stop the standoff between the U.S. government and Atlantis from erupting into a major conflict. This was the issue that had that scene where they were hovering yes. above the, the water in between the two, the two armies, right? Yes. And, yeah. and, the, and the sunshine was, like, glistening. Yeah, know. yeah. What a, I mean, that, to me, unfortunately, I can't get it to fit my, my friggin' computer screen. Otherwise, mm -hmm. that would be my current background. There's a lot of like poster worthy art in some yeah, of these oh, yeah. issues. Yeah. Again, Daniel Samper, oh man, like I know he's not gonna be on the title for much long. I don't think he's gonna be on the title for uh the next part of this story arc. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which I'm sure they'll get somebody great as well, but that's a shame because man, I love his art. Mm -hmm. Yeah, likewise. But so he has we... signed an exclusive to DC, so he will be sticking around. Oh, that's good. DC Universe. Hey, maybe he'll come and draw some Green Lantern at some point. I knew you were going to go there. I had a feeling you would say that. Why would you think that Green Lantern would be on my mind? Well, well let me see. <laughs> Taking a quick gander behind you. Uh, what? Uh, uh, so anyway. the word gander anymore? I just did. <laughs> it's been a while since I've heard that, but Well, good. there you go. See, I'm Robert very... Usage, yeah. I like to pretend that I'm cultured, even though I'm not. That's right. Well... You know what? If it is good for the goose, then it is good for the gander. Oh, so there, there you go. go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the word gander. <laughs> yeah, and it's the wonderful, the wonderful number seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's the count? We need the count. <laughs> one, one wonderful war zone. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> so, so the war zones, they are actually sent by Mongol to the Fortress of Solitude, they hone in on Thal La, and they give her a very nasty prompt to continue the mission for which she is sent here. And we learn a little bit more about that in the next issue. In the meantime, Lois sees what's going on, and she grabs this massive blaster from the fortress, and she intervenes, and that's how this portion of the story stops. Yeah. Uh, I get a lot... I, you get there's something about seeing a badass Lois Lane mm -hmm. that yeah, yeah. With, with some alien kind of tech gun that just can't be beat. Uh, and I love the way, I got to be honest with you, the way that 
because you got to think about it. In the context of we've got these ancestors of these Kryptonians coming in, mm-hmm. they're super powered. We're gearing up to talk about Mongo. Superman is fighting in Atlantis against these 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 creatures, and he's trying to stop a, you know a war from developing between Atlantis and, and Earth on the U.S. Mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah. Um, thank God somebody from the past four years isn't president or else there would have been a war for sure. Uh, but anyway, the point is, um, oh. the fact that all that is happening and Philip Kennedy Johnson still has time to give Lois some meaty, you know, the story to, to be a mm-hmm. part of is impressive. And, you know, cause it's probably going to be difficult for her to be a part of the story when they're on Warworld because she's not going with them. So right. she, she's going to be missing for a while, I would think. Maybe I'm wrong, but I would think. So it's nice to see her have a lot of play here. Right. Well, she seemingly, again, we'll get to what happens at the end. She doesn't seem to go. Right, you know, yeah. to the, and, and, and really, I mean, yeah, she would just be, you know, as just a normal human, she'd be a liability on Warworld. Yeah, and so, he'd have to yeah. be, i got to protect loss, and i got to right. deal with whatever, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, so... We open up action number 1034. Lois trying to protect Fal La and the the refugees from the war zones. We got the two other refugees that are laid out and unconscious. Mm, yeah. And Lois has blasted one of the war zones, the one with the, you know, the the big like, you know, a ponytail braid coming out from the top of its head and yeah. it calls her it calls her a puny little breeding sow. Ouch. <laughs> that's that, hilarious that, that is it's hilarious it's villainous and hilarious now by the way i want to make make it crystal clear here that philip philip kennedy johnson does not hate women and i say this because there are people on twitter who seem to read things that the villains say and they're like oh well the writer must think that no that's not how stories work heroes do good things villains do bad things that's how is you that know. Is that really a thing on Twitter? Is that, oh, I yes. Mean, oh, I have Specifically seen that. to Philip Kennedy Johnson? No, to, to many, many like shows and people, <sighs> people will read a story or watch a TV show and say, that's what the writer must believe. Well, With let me it. just, uh, I'll just say this right off the bat. If you somehow take that word and think Philip Kennedy Johnson is against women, have you yeah. seen how he's written laws this entire time? Exactly. But no, I, I have seen Kinda that. It gives me a headache, Donnie. Many different forms. And that, that's a new thing that I'm seeing is people are just like, oh, well, when he, you know, he or she wrote that villain to say that, that's their true feelings. Fandom gives no. me a headache, Donnie. Yes. Villains are supposed to be repellent. That's why they're villains. Also, not everybody in comics is as crazy as somebody who used to work on Green Lantern, who I would not <laughs> well, see yeah. because he's a piece yeah. of garbage. But let's not let's not go there. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Everybody knows what well, I'm talking yeah, about. Well, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, yeah, just uh, like that. I don't want to go. Three of them. Yeah. And we're not talking about Philip, Philip Kennedy Johnson here. No, so. Phil, yeah. All right. Philip Kennedy yeah. Johnson, who goes by some people call him PKJ, mm-hmm. is yeah. top notch in my book. Uh, he's good and people. From speaking, I, of, speaking of women, although she's an alien, Fal La, I like how she kind of has a soldier's demeanor, you know? Yeah, she's. Yeah, when, she's when she's fighting the war zone, she's like, you know, if I'm strong, it's because the dead fight alongside me. You know, she's yeah. got that very, you know, kind of uh, 
veneration for her ancestors. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. So, so the War Zoons get the upper hand on Lois and Thalla, and they kill the two refugees who are unconscious. Mm. And this is when Thalla's heat vision, which I guess that's what you call it, um, a laser. It, yeah, laser eye somehow, which it seems more powerful than Superman's, the, or at least the, the way that it was presented here. It's got a blue coloring, right? This yeah, one? and 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 it's larger. It's less like um, uh, I don't want to say laser locked. I, well, maybe I do. Less laser locked. <laughs> it's a it's a larger beam. It's more you know it takes up more space, and it it she absolutely fries the flesh from the bones of the war zones simultaneously. She just takes them all out with one blast. KFC. I don't know if it's really looking good, but <laughs> you'd be the judge of that. She KFC them. That's what she did. I don't know if I don't know if war zones taste like chicken or not. So, well, well I'm not gonna. Maybe we'll ask. You know. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll ask Philip Kennedy Johnson. So yeah, we will get a chance to ask him. So we'll see. Right. So. But remember now, Thal La has this mission that we keep talking about. She immediately turns around and menaces Lois because something is a play here, and we're getting ready to learn what that is. Yeah. So I... in the meantime, we also see that this, that Superman and company, again, being John and Supergirl, are trying to stop the fighting that's broken out between the U.S. and Atlantis. Yeah. Because they are starting to trade you know, weaponry. They're starting to trade blows. And then one of my favorite things happens that always happens in Superman comics. Whenever Superman has had it up to here and he just says, enough. Yeah. <laughs> I love on the cartoons or what I just love. when, when you, he Like, is, you know, you, yeah. you know what it takes to get him there? Like, that, yeah. that's how you know. It's a, he doesn't expound with, with the dialogue. It's just one word. I'm done. We're with now you've pushed me to the limit. That's right. He's like, I've had it. And you know what? The children are going to their room right now. <laughs> so so what he does here, actually, and I love this, he parts the water from the ocean floor. And oh, yeah. while the water is at its peak, he freezes it. He, like, flies through it, and you see, you know, the water parts, and he freezes it. And I, I, and, I just love the imagery of him flying through the water because yeah, you just awesome. imagine the power and the speed of that. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can hear it. You can hear how quickly, you know, your your mind's eye produces that sound of how yeah. quickly he's moving through. And that. then in the water, they have that, him and Arthur have that exchange. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll get to that soon. Yeah. So um, he takes the Genesis fragment, and Arthur's like, if you do this, Cal, things are going to change between the two of us. First of all, he uh, said, I figured, I figured Batman would do this. He's like... <laughs> He's like, you know, oh, oh no. poor Batman gets to blame for everything. He's not even in the story. <laughs> exactly. He's like, you know, I would expect this out of old Spooky, but not you, Cal. So, yeah. So as this is going on, and Supergirl also questions Superman's decision to to grab the fragment. So yeah, as this is happening, her logic yeah. is this isn't going to stop the war. They're going to find they're going to find something to fight over, and right. she's not wrong. Like, right. If you take that from you take that comment and you look historically and in everyday life. If people are going to go to war, don't mind if, if they really want to fight, whether it's it's an everyday fight or a larger, they'll manufacture things to be mad right. about. Right. 
Well, at least though, at this point, he's he's managed to temporarily separate. He's neutralized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. However, John realizes that something is wrong at the Fortress of Solitude. So they all fly back in a panic, and we see that Thal La has Lois at her mercy because Mongo has the other Philosians prisoner. Yeah. All of them. And so now we're going to see, and this ends right here, that that Mongol tells her, if you don't go and kill all of Superman's loved ones, I'm going to kill your entire race. Yeah. Everybody who has survived, I'm going to kill them all. And <clears throat> I do want to say, though, this issue, at least the Superman portion, ends with a, another great visual, and that's Thal La and John barreling toward one another. Oh, it's an amazing visual. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I can I can go on all day about about the art. Daniel Samper is top notch. I actually do hope he ends up doing a stint with some sort of Green Lantern because he's done so much so much good with the monsters and the creatures. And here, imagine in a in a in a more sci- even more sci-fi setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of art, the main cover to Action Comics number 1035 is absolutely gorgeous. And it's Lois and John sitting on their front porch, tearful, and you see Superman flying away in the oh, reflection yeah, it's, it's of the mirror. It's an amazing cover. It's like, yeah, I it's love such it. A, it's such a quiet but impactful image, if, you, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So... The story opens up this issue that is Thal La is trying to kill Superman's loved ones because if she doesn't, he will kill all the remaining Philosians. Mongo will, not Superman. <laughs> yeah, no, no, sorry. I should, I should have made that clear. Yeah, yeah. So, no, this is not, you know, the Injustice Superman or, you know, Superman Red Sun or something. Or so, yeah. Zack and, Superman. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. I'm kidding, folks. Relax. Right. Don't get your knives out. Right. Well, anyway, sure. through the the box that 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 was brought with the war zooms, you hear Mongol's voice, and he says, "Prove to me that your people deserve to live. If you don't do this, I'm going to kill them all." And so Superman convinces her to stop. And I like how we, uh, around that you know device, that box or whatever it is, we see some of the Kirby crackle. Around yeah. it, I, will, I always like to see things that you know kind of look like oh, that. Also, you know what I like about Superman throughout this arc so far is like he tries to talk people down, and he basically tells them several times, and, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing because mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact quotes, but I don't want to have to hurt you. I think he told one of those, you know, the the the, the creature under the under the right. Oh yeah, you know, when he's like, I don't want to hurt you but I will stop you if I have to. And what I like about Philip Kennedy Johnson's uh, version of Superman is that, at least to me, it is a combination of the uh, confident, peaceful, graceful Superman that Christopher Reeve portrays. Right. And when he needs to be, the physical powerful force that Henry Cavill portrayed. It's like a marriage of the two, at least to me. And I appreciate that. Right. Well, and he is able to convince Thal La that he's on her side and that he can help her. 
And so we see this cathartic moment where she snaps her chains and Mongol tries to detonate the box and kill her, but Superman grabs it and his image is shown on Warworld and he kind of cuts a pro promo on Mongol. Yeah, that's like, good. I'm coming for the belt, champ. <laughs> <laughs> so back at the Fortress of All right, now, now, you know, now you said that. Okay. There's gonna be because you know there's gonna be a fight between Mongol and Superman in the next arc, and at one point Mongol's gonna get the upper hand because if Superman just goes there and kicks his ass, we don't have a story. So at some point Mongol's gonna get the upper hand, and I want to see at some point now that you mentioned the wrestling promo, Superman getting beat, but then he starts to hulk up, you know, Hulkster right. style, he's, he's <laughs> and does the finger the finger right. <laughs> I would pay extra money on the issue if that happened. But then here comes Lobo with the money in the bank briefcase. <laughs> Cashes in. Sorry. <laughs> Philip Kennedy Johnson is I'm not is probably a little why if he's watching this, which he probably isn't, but he's yeah, probably saying he I'm not taking any of these suggestions. <laughs> these guys are nuts. He's probably thinking, what have I gotten myself into here? So Yeah. yeah. So back at the Fortress of Solitude again. Superman and company, they are holding a memorial for all for the uh, murdered refugees. Thal La's alive, but she's wounded and she's in like some kind of, I, I don't know whether you call it like a, a, she's recuperating in this like, you know, big device. Um, probably a name for it. I can't remember it right off the top of my head. So we also see that the league shows up and they say because of the conflict that is developing on Earth, again, between you know, Atlantis and the U.S., they can't go. But if he would be willing to wait a little bit longer. And Superman's like, I can't. I, I'm leaving right away. And Black Adam was like, okay, but don't worry. All will be well when you return. And yeah, I'm like, and that's... I, I thought to myself... Trademark infringement! <laughs> yeah, two things. I'm like, I can imagine The Rock saying that and then giving an eyebrow <laughs> to Superman. But two... Uh, yeah, it's like when did he become? When did Black Adam become? A Saint Blue Walker. Adam? Yeah, yeah, Saint Walker. Yeah, that's that's his catchphrase. All will be yeah. well, you know. Yeah. So anyway, but I also like after the <laughs> this was Batman shows up. He's just kind of skulking in the shadows, as you would expect. And yeah, Superman, I'm shocked like, Batman would do such a thing. Superman's like, okay, cute. I know you're here. Yeah. So yeah, because he was typically Batman would, you know, vanish with the rest of the group. But he sits behind and he's like, oh, cute, you're changing it up after all these years. <laughs> so Batman says, hey, I've got, you know, basically this information that you've got a backup team for this World World mission. And that is true, obviously. And we see yeah. that coming up. Yeah, there's going to be a, there's going to be a, there is actually, a, I think November, uh, November 2nd, there's a one shot. It's called uh, Batman Superman uh, the authority number one that takes yeah, place. Yeah, I believe right? I believe that was solicited in this uh, in this issue. Yeah, yeah, and it's right. It, so it comes out November second, and then the week later, the next issue of Action comes out. Mm -hmm. So when we pick up these reviews again, we'll do the Batman Superman special, and then the action stuff. All right, I'm down. So, so John and Cal have a talk as Superman prepares to leave. And Superman says, well, you know, the Justice League, they may invite you to join. And John says, 
if Damien's creepy dad <laughs> asked me to join the league, he goes, I'm going to punch him in his stupid head. And I'm like, you know what? Philip Kennedy Johnson really gets the way like teenagers speak. So you got to give him that. And uh, I smirk. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of saying, no, John, don't get out of hand. He just, you know, because yeah. he's like, there's another one, Batman's pissed off. Yeah, he's like, well, and he's thinking, that's my boy right there. Oh, man. So. Would, can you imagine? That would make the next, I know they're too old for a sleepover, but that would have made the next sleepover between uh, John and, and Damien awkward. <laughs> Although Alfred would, well, actually, no, Alfred wouldn't be there because he's dead, thanks to a certain writer, but <laughs> I digress. I'm not going to get angry about that. So then we see Superman saying goodbye to Lois. He tells her, look, you know, he takes her flying and he's like, I will come back in one piece. I promise. And then they have, how should I Coitus. say this? Coitus. Ha okay, uh, happy fun time in the sky. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> in fact, we see she's like, you know, show me how much I mean to you. And then we see, you know, her shirt kind of floating down and, you, I'll let your imagination take it from there. So. Now, Superman has ruined date night for every human being who can't do that. <laughs> right, exactly. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Oh. So we see that Superman's team at the very end of this, as he gets ready to depart, it is the authority. And that is Apollo, Enchantress, Light Ray, Manchester Black, Midnighter, OMAC 2, and Steel, as in Natasha Irons. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, and I, I love how they're like, before we leave, we need a catchphrase. And yeah. it's like, I think it was Natasha that came up with, yeah. well, he's already got one, up, up, right. and then... Up, up, and then it just kind of fades off as they, yeah, as they teleport. I'm, I'm sure you like that green light, even though it wasn't a Green Lantern. Uh, I did. I'm, I'm always down for something shiny and green, so... Yeah. Yeah. When you see that, when you see at the stoplight when it turns green, you must get real excited. <laughs> exactly. uh, Don't think that I haven't said it, you know, that I haven't, uh, you know, gone through like a uh, light before like that and thought to myself, you know, if that would be like a power battery, you know, like I had an actual ring, you know, I could charge it like okay, that. Okay, so like when you when when the different lights go off, this is a sidetrack. But right. do you start saying the respective oath of whatever light you're at? So, like, if it's green, as you're going through, do you say the Green Lantern Oath? If it's yellow, do you do the, you know... The semester core? <laughs> How can you see Donnie in the car? In brightest day, in black. As Cena Grace told us, the answer is not no. <laughs> I'd like to see you videotape that, but that's a... Yeah. Okay, I, I gotta sure. Say, I gotta say, um, I can't say I'm, like, a super fan of The Authority. Mm-hmm. But if anybody's going to make me a fan of the authority, it's probably Philip Kennedy Johnson writing them because everything he's written in regards to Superman from, you know, future state hmm? to now, I've loved it. Like, I, I and I've said this, and we haven't covered it yet. We will soon. The, the Superman Son of Kal-El arc. Mm -hmm. But the two main Superman books, which are Action Comics and Superman Son of kal that combo, in my 17, 18 years of consistent reading, have never both been great at the same time until right now. Mm -hmm. 
Like yeah. usually, if action's good, Superman's kind of mid. If Superman's good, action's kind of bad. They're both great, and that's what I want. I want both. I'm so happy that Philip Kennedy Johnson and Tom Taylor and their respective artists right. are absolutely killing it on the super titles. Right. Not in the same way, you know, Stephanie Phillips is killing comics, according to that one guy. <laughs> but I, I, she's doing a great job to it. I, I, I'm just using the, that. She, she's but, so awesome, yeah. We yeah, don't actually is, think that. we. Yeah, she, listen to our podcast with her on there. We love her. So Yeah, we do. We, she's the best. Um, but, um, I mean, her and much to my chagrin, she's even got a better choice of hockey teams than I do. But right. <laughs> anyway... Uh, yeah, Philip Kennedy Johnson, sir, I yeah. wish you could stay on this title forever. That's my right. wish. Yeah. He is definitely not mid, as you said. Absolutely well, not. Well, I'm, I'm just, that's what the kids would say, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, and that's what MJF would say. Yeah, what the yeah. I don't know what the, I don't know how the kids talk anymore. <laughs> I start talking to my nephews and they think they know everything and it's like I can't have a conversation anymore. Like, the conversation <laughs> starts and it abruptly stops. <laughs> like the other day, they called me, Donnie. This is a side note. Yeah. They called me to tell me that, oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of Use is on. Okay. So I put it on because mm -hmm. I like watching those movies. Yeah. I turn it on, and it's actually Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first movie. But the guy on the TV says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of Use. So they're insisting with me that, oh, no, it's Teenage Look, the guy says, I'm like, I don't give a, a you know, a, you know what? Right. what the guy can be wrong. Yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, I know these movies like the back of my head. Don't argue with me about nerd stuff. You're like, right. that's the <laughs> like, you want to talk to me about anything else that you may think you know more? There's a good chance that you do. But when it comes to, like, nerd things, right. you can't be me. You're right, yeah. Like, I so, was born yeah. into it, molded by it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> The turtles were around when I was in. Well, not when I was in diaper. Well, when did the turtles come out? Eighty. I want to say that yeah, it was eighty-four. Was the first comic. Okay, I was one, so maybe I was still in diapers. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, don't know well, how, I don't know how quickly I was part of you, but I don't know why well, we're talking about my. Well, party. Let's, well, yeah. Well, let's ask your mother. Like, see, she has pictures, and we can yeah, put we'll them up on YouTube. We'll get her on the podcast as a guest. When was I? Part of <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, I digress. Um, well, you really digress. <laughs> from the first, never mind, I'm not going to go there. Uh, I was going to do it, but I won't, yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, Philip Kennedy Johnson, and, and, uh, to not me... The kind of, not the kind of chocolate you want to talk about at Halloween. No, no, but Philip Kennedy Johnson, to me, can stay on the on the title for eternity, and, I, and I, I'd be happy with it. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm really excited, too. Yeah. Is there anything else we, we should say, or, or do you want to rate this thing? No, let's go ahead and rate it. So we're going to do five for story, five for art. So yeah, out of five it. for each one. So I'm going to give both, yeah, both a 4.5. Pretty close to perfect on both both counts. Really I've, like loved, yeah. I've loved from start to finish every issue. I had a problem with not, with absolutely nothing. So I'm going to get a, give a five, both for the story and for the art. All right. Um. As I said, Action Comics has not been this good since I've been reading it. Good. More high praise than that, I don't think I can give. So. Well, yeah, you're talking about a lot of talented writers in the past who have been on this. Yeah, yeah, and that's to take away nothing from 
what some of those people did. I enjoyed it immensely. Right. And and you you could make the argument that this is historically the most important title in comics. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah. 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 So. Uh, all right. So uh, that brings this episode of the DC Comics Chronicles to a close. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're reading Action Comics. If you're not, why not? And if you're not, this should be the advertisement to pick it up. We don't care where you pick it up, via Comixology or your local comic book store. Whichever way you consume comics, use one of those two avenues, but support the comic book industry. That's what we say. Exactly. We strive to do. And we hope that this will either enhance your enjoyment of action comics or start your, you know, kickstart your enjoyment of action comics. And if you want to keep talking Superman with either Donnie or myself, uh, you can on social media. So, Donnie, where do they track you down? You can find me on Twitter as the Emerald Enthusiast. Let's talk comics. Let's talk collectibles. Let's talk Superman and Green Lantern. And Superman was uh, a Green Lantern in the Smallville season 11. Comic right. Comics. Yep. There's that connection, too. Yeah, I have those. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, if you want to talk to me about Superman or Batman, or if you want to yell at me about you know some comment I made, I'll probably block you, but you can try anyway. <laughs> at Adam underscore least fan on Twitter. We have the social media account for the uh, for the uh, podcast network, which is at MMNPDC. And uh, we have the Facebook group, which is listed in the link below. Uh, click the link. Ask for permission to join the group, and I will add you, and we can continue the conversation there. But remember, until next time, Action Comics and Superman and Lois, Clois, or Clark and Lois, Clois, are forever. From their first frolic in the sky to the last. <laughs> so long, everybody. So long, everyone. <laughs>